I wanted to do something a little bit different today. If you've listened to my previous podcast episodes, well, first of all, thank you. I really appreciate you listening and for your support. I'm really loving it, and I pray you're getting something out of the episodes that enrich your life to help you level up your life and inspire you to accomplish your next amazing thing, whatever that may be. Secondly, you're used to me giving you teachings, diving into a topic, and highlighting actionable steps to try in one area or another. I truly love it. I love teaching what I've learned or what has helped me, just something I love doing. But today, we're going to do things just a little differently. First, I'm just going to share a funny story because something today just reminded me of it, and I love to laugh, so it's just good to laugh. Then I'd like to answer a few questions I received from some of you, my listeners, and maybe some of those answers will help you as well. I'll talk about what's coming up on the podcast, and then I'm going to leave you with three questions for you to think about this week that are super powerful. Welcome to You Can Do Amazing Things, the podcast to help you get out of your own way and accomplish more in your life. I'm Holly Roman, and together we're going to unlock what's holding you back from your next goal and get you into action to step into your greatness and have the success you've been dreaming of. If you're looking for a positive place each week to grow and learn, get inspired to take your next steps so you could feel more success, joy, and happiness, meet me here every Thursday. It'll be like our weekly chat. We'll drink our coffee or favorite drink together, and we'll definitely have some fun learning, growing, and accomplishing your next amazing thing. Let's do this. So yesterday, as I was driving home, I saw in this field, these two kids driving these three-wheel little sport machines or vehicles, all-terrain vehicles, they're called, in this field, and they were just having a blast lying around laughing. It was, it looked so much fun. And it reminded me of the story when we were young. And my dad, he brought home this three-wheel Honda one time. My mom, I know, was not happy. And we used to take it in the forest preserves. It was a lot of fun. It has like a seat where you could sit one in the back and one in the front. So one day I asked my dad, I'm like, dad, could I take this out with Lynn? He's like, no way, no way. Your mother would kill me. And I said, please, dad, we'll just go on the sidewalk and we'll just go to the park, which was down the street. And I don't know how I got him to say yes, but he did. So we drove down the sidewalk really carefully and we're in the park and no one's in the park. So we are flying on this thing, driving around. It was so much fun. And then pretty soon, you know, Lynn's in the back. She's screaming, laughing. And she's like, Holly, look out for the tree. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? And we keep driving and we keep driving. And she's like, Holly, look out for the tree. I'm like, what tree? Boom. We hit a tree. I can't even tell you how. I have no words. But luckily it wasn't hot on, but it was on the side. But oh my gosh, Lynn's poor knee. And my ankle were just busted, just like so swollen and purple. And I know Lynn's mom was just so not happy. But in the meantime, I had new jeans on and I ripped my jeans. (laughs) I was like probably more unhappy with my jeans than anyone's knee or ankle. Anyway, I had to try and hide the fact that I busted my ankle to my mom because I knew she'd get super mad. And mom, if you're listening, you probably remember this story. (laughs) But anyway, it's so funny how I didn't see the tree. And it just made me think, first of all, I I remember just laughing back at the story, how like dumb we, we as kids can be. And then it just makes me think sometimes we really do miss something that is right in front of us, right? 
But that wasn't the moral of the story. But the moral of the story is really just find ways to laugh. And sometimes I have a terrible memory, but some things just remind me of stories when I was little. And that was a good memory. It just made me laugh. I really think laughter is so important. And if you find yourself not laughing as much as maybe you used to, find ways to make yourself laugh. I mean, I think it's really important. I read a blog post the other day about a mom sharing about how games are so important in their family and how she actually told about a few in particular really had them laughing out loud. I have to look into it, but one was like a pig dice game. I've never heard of it, but she said they laughed so hard and it just really creates some special moments for her her family. So I thought that was a really good reminder and I'm on the hunt now to find good games that we could play with our teenagers because that's a little bit of a challenge, right? (laughs) And that we can just really find things to do to make us laugh. That's a challenge for you. What is going to be fun for you? What's fun for you? What can bring more laughter in your life? Okay, let's get to some questions that I've received. The first question was this. Holly, what would you say is the first book you'd recommend if I wanted to just feel better? I feel like I'm in a rut and I just follow along with life instead of doing stuff for me. I want to change that. First of all, I think we can all say we have all been there at one point in time right? We have all been stuck in a rut. And getting out of a rut takes action. It takes consistent action. And sometimes it's not difficult action. It's just taking small little steps. There is one book that I love. It's super powerful called The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson. And he talks about this idea, consistently repeated daily actions over time equals unconquerable results. His theme is doing little daily actions. They're easy to do, but they're also easy not to do. There are a couple of quotes in the book that I just love. One is, the journey starts with a single step, not with thinking about taking the step. Don't get into the overthinking thing. So really, it's the key of whatever you need to work on. Say, if you're in a rut, you need action. You need consistent action. Then Another quote he says is, anytime you see what looks like a breakthrough, it's always the end result of a long series of little things done consistently over time. So I would recommend just reading that book because it really gets us in that thinking. Little steps mean big changes over time. Another couple of books, depending on what you might be needing, let's take the example that you're really wanting to do something for you. Say it's a passion that you have and maybe you feel like you don't have time or you don't know where to start. So I would say reading the book Sparked by Jonathan Fields would be a great choice. I've actually spoken about this book a couple of times, but it really dives into what makes you feel alive. What kind of things make you feel alive? There's a Sparkotype quiz you can take. And then really diving into that. I love that book for a variety of different reasons, but I won't get into it too deeply. I will put all the links for these all below. But taking that spark type quiz, just really figuring out what is your passion? What is it that you want to be doing? Another book that's pretty inspirational is called Girl, Wash Your Face by Rachel Hollis. I know you've heard of that one. It's one of her earlier books, and it might just give you motivation that you need. She talks about how to live with passion and we are responsible for our own happiness. We get to make our dreams a reality. 
I would recommend those two books if you are really feeling like you want to work on a passion but don't know where to start. If you're feeling stuck in a rut, maybe about your health, for example, I would take a closer look at Forming Habits. And the two books there I would recommend would be, well, three is Atomic Habits by James Clear, excellent, Tiny Habits by B.J. Fogg, or The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. Depending on kind of how you're stuck or what you're stuck about, I just wanted to cover all the bases. (laughs) One more thing I think I would say is if you're feeling like you're lacking a bit of confidence or you feel something is holding you back, like a fear, I would recommend The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. This book is for anyone who feels like their fears or insecurities are getting in the way of accomplishing your goals. It's an amazing book. I just have to add a few more (laughs) because I love books and they're so powerful for our growth. I'm just going to list a couple more and I will put them all in the um, show notes so you could just check them out and see maybe one might hit for you. A second one is, I don't know, second one. Why did I say second? There's so many I listed. So another one is The Magic of Thinking Big by David J. Schwartz. And he talks about being open-minded and being able to see opportunities, to dream and visualize what you can actually achieve with no limits. And then a few more, Get Out of Your Own Way by David Hollis, The High Five Habit by Mel Robbins. And of course, I have to mention Unlimited Power by Tony Robbins. I'll say this, once you start diving into books and really start to grow and start to crave this time, you can't hear things enough. Each book you read or each time you listen to a book, it gives you new insights and nuggets every single time. Moving on to the second question, let's do it. Here it is. I really needed the episode on expectations. How can I work on this? I find I always get so angry at others or disappointed in myself, and it's probably having all the wrong expectations for myself and for others. Such a big topic. I love this question because we can all relate. My answer would be this. If you're having the wrong expectations for yourself and you keep getting disappointed or feeling bad about yourself, separate yourself from that end goal and then connect yourself with the process. So for example, let's take an easy one. If your goal is to lose 20 pounds and you don't hit that number by some date that you fixed in your mind, let's rearrange that goal and that thinking. First, you need to see yourself as successful for taking the steps toward that goal connecting yourself to the process. And that way you can adjust, you can tweak things, you can tweak your strategy or what you're eating. And then you're not gonna get disappointed from not hitting your mark, but you're gonna feel better that you know how to adjust the ways in which you're trying to get there and pivot. Trying different things, adjusting the the timeframe, anything around your effort. The real key is going to be to separate your self-worth from any goal and rather connect it to how much effort you're taking to get there. And if the expectations are ones you have of others or you're feeling disappointed or angry, then we need to really think about two things here. One is, did we communicate what we're expecting? It's really important that you need to tell the other person about what it is you're really needing and why it's important to you, or just having a conversation around your idea and this expectation. This is really important in relationships because we all have different backgrounds, right? Traditions, ways of doing things from how we grew up. All of those things really play into this idea of expectations. Let's take an example of birthdays. This is a good one. 
you know, the way you grew up and how you celebrated birthdays and what you did for your birthday and what you're thinking your birthday is going to be. If you're not communicating that to your spouse, that could be a real fail. <laughs> or it could be good, depending on, right? If maybe you hate surprises. My husband is not a fan of surprises. That's okay, but I needed to know that. Because I remember when we were dating early on, I threw him a big surprise party. <laughs> And I didn't know he hated surprises. It was fun. But that's the kind of thing that you need to communicate. Uh, Birthdays is, is a good example because they can be so very different. I would say the second thing is that you need to think about is to really reflect and then release. Take previous episodes from your past. Think about the things that really, you know, made you feel angry or disappointed and understand why. Why did you get upset? or disappointed. And then think about that and then let those things go for next time. So just let them go. If you can't let them go, then you really need to go back and work on number one, which is communicate. If I keep getting disappointed or angry at my husband over something, like, I don't know, let's pick an example. Let's pick a silly example, picking his socks up off the floor. (laughs) Silly example, but bear with me. If I kept getting more frustrated about him doing that all the time, and I'm just expecting him to pick him up every time, if I don't let it go and like release it and not let it get me angry, then it's my job to really talk with him and say, you know what, it really means a lot for you to pick up your socks. That's that's a funny example, but I think you get my point. If you can't let it go, then you really need to talk about it. Last couple of things, we're done with the questions, but let me talk about a couple things that are really fun. Upcoming episodes, I have some really amazing, amazing guests. I can't wait for you to meet them and hear their stories and all of the goodness that they share. I have many people talking about mindset and confidence or just people that have overcome really big things to to get where they are, whether that's in health or in a successful business. I mean, there are a lot of wonderful things. And I think it's so fun for me to, to add some more depth to our topics. I know I like to talk about mindset and confidence and having joy in our life and purpose. So, so many guests coming your way. Um, next week, I think you're going to love the the woman I'm going to share with you, and I hope you enjoy those. I want to end with three questions that I really would love for you to think about this week, and, and ongoing, really, and they're really powerful, and so it might need you to, to just think about them, and maybe you'd consider doing things differently. So the first one, I think they're all powerful. I can't even say one's more powerful, but the first one is this. Consider your daily or weekly routine. And then how far will you get or where will you be in one year or five years? And I guess it goes to what is it that you're wanting to do? What do you want to do? What do you want to accomplish? And are you doing the things every day and every week to get there? I love it. Okay, the second question. Think about something you've accomplished in your life. What was your driving force behind that accomplishment? Identify that. And then use that force for your next goal. That can be so powerful because sometimes we forget. Sometimes we forget about those huge accomplishments that we've had and what what was the motivator that got us there. Okay, the third question. Have you done all that you could to make something you're wanting happen? 
Mm, That's a good one. Sometimes we might blame others. We might blame our circumstances, or we might blame the famous one, I don't have time. But in reality, we aren't asking ourselves this question, did I really give it my all? Being on a journey to become a better version of yourself takes daily work, but it should be really fun and exciting because you're improving and you're growing and you're on the way to new things, maybe new goals or new ways of thinking and working on ways to improve your mind or your body or your relationships, all of it. It is truly powerful stuff. Thank you to those of you who asked questions and submitted them. And I love to hear your feedback. I love to hear your stories. Oh, oh, and I loved hearing some of you shared your happiness list from last week's episode. I don't know if you've heard the happiness podcast, happiness podcast, the happiness episode, why it's so important and it's science-based. So I'd love for you to listen to that. And then the exercise was to make your own happiness list. It was so fun to hear some of the things that you guys have shared and put on your list. There are so many things to make us happy and smile. Since we talked about having fun and finding more ways to laugh today, I will leave you with this quote that I love. Always find a reason to laugh. It may not add years to your life, but will surely add life to your years. I love that. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening and spending time with me today. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Please share it with a friend who you think would enjoy it as well. If you haven't done so, I would love it if you could give me a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That would mean so much to me and it would help get the word out for the podcast. I will look forward to next week. Seeing you here, same time, same place. Have a great week.